Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Mariah. And this is Ghoulish Gals Podcast. Uh, we moved upstairs today. We're not in the basement on the death couch. We are in the living room. We have no toddler tonight. Yeah. She's spending the night at Grandma's house um, for the first time, and my anxiety definitely is not spiking because I definitely know nothing is going to happen, but my my anxious pregnant mom brain. <laughs> anyway. Oh, no. Anyways, it's fine. I'll totally get sleep tonight. It's going to be okay. <laughs> I won't sleep, I promise. You're going to have to drug yourself and go to sleep. Take, like, a shit ton of melatonin. <laughs> Do you no. have like the, do you have the little like Flintstone melatonin or like gummy <laughs> melatonin? No, because I don't take melatonin because it can like really fuck with your like natural melatonin production. Yeah, I don't. Anyways. I, okay, <laughs> listen. I was super excited about this episode. Yeah? What do you have to Did planned? not realize it was going to be so short, but that's fine. The roles have been reversed this week, I guess. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. It's, it's a... <laughs> so... I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I'm doing the SS Orang Medan. No. Okay. So obviously it, if the SS tells you nothing. It's a ship. It's a ship. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> our story begins. Right. I'm going to set the scene for us. We're in the Straits of Malacca. Where the fuck is that? Oh. Near <laughs> Indonesia. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't have, I like added that in because I was like, oh, people probably don't just know that off the top. I've but never I've, heard of Malacca. Neither had I until I had heard about this story a couple of years ago. And this is one of the ones I thought I knew. Um, apparently, I did not know as much as I thought I did. I found information I did not know, had not heard. So here we go. Okay. We, we're near Indonesia. And it, depending on the source, it's like 1947 or 1948. Remember how I said this was like the most confusing one I've done so yeah. far? <laughs> Research-wise. It's because like there's so much that's different. It's, you'll see. Okay. Oh, it's like a weird spider web of... Yeah, it's it's just weird. We are going to start, though, with my favorite version. Okay. The one that I was most familiar with that I thought I knew. And apparently, twas not all. Oh. So, we start with an SOS message. A distress call. It reads, All officers, including the captain, are dead. Lying in chart room and bridge. Possibly whole crew dead. I die. What? And then nothing. Radio I just, silence. I just got like severe chills. The chilly willies. <laughs> I literally, I'm just like, um. The literal chilly willies. Okay. So the ship that receives this message is the SS Silver Star. Well, technically two ships received the message, but once they were able to like triangulate the location, the SS Silver Star was the one who went okay. to like to answer the distress call. Yeah. And so they went on a search, they found the ship that sent the message. And when they found the ship, of course they boarded because what else are they gonna do? Yeah. Okay. They have to find out if anybody's alive, like what's going on. So they were met with a literal nightmare okay (laughs) the entire ship was littered with the corpses of crew members all of them had like bulging eyes and terrified expressions on their faces their arms (laughs) i don't know what was on my leg i'm so sorry (laughs) 
Um, their arms were all raised as if they were attempting to like fight something off or someone off. The ship's dog. Trigger warning if like animals like oh, are no. near and dear to you. The ship's dog was found dead with a snarl on its face. Like mid snarl, this poor pupper died. What? The captain of the ship was in fact found dead on the bridge. The rest of the officers were in fact found dead in the wheelhouse and the chart room. The radio operator, you know, presumably the one who had sent the message, was found at his station. Some sources say that his finger was still on the button. So like, I die, dead. Um, like, no time to like take his finger. That's not all sources, that's just some sources. It just adds like a little bit creepy, you know, just a little creep factor to it. I am, I am speechless. I, I literally shook it. For real? <laughs> this probably is going to like ruin your night because it's so short. Spoiler alert, we have zero answers. Well, I kind of but, probably you know. figured that was happening. The engineering crew was also found at their stations. Not even like leaving their stations like evacuate. At their stations, they were found dead. So as the rescue party was searching the ship, they noticed some things that struck them as a little bit odd. Aliens. Okay? <laughs> aliens. <laughs> There's just aliens. <laughs> now, remember, we're near Indonesia. So the local temperature was around like 100 degrees Fahrenheit. But And this is like the crew members of the Silver Star saying like, yeah, it was like 100 degrees like on our ship. <laughs> However. Oh, no. They felt a chill coming from somewhere when they boarded the other ship. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And- <laughs> uh-uh. 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 I don't, I don't care. I'm not investigating. I, my ass is back on my boat. We, we aren't. No. No. Okay. While all of the men, all of the crew members had clearly suffered, none of them had any injuries. Like, no physical injuries. None whatsoever didn't you say their eyes were like bulging out of their head yeah like they were scared their eyes were bulging and they had like terrified expressions on their like oh yeah like if good thing y'all couldn't see that face oh yeah the rescue team okay they also felt that the bodies were decaying more quickly than they should okay so interesting little note here it took like almost a whole day to triangulate the location of this ship and for them to find it. Like mm-hmm. it happened one day and then finding it, yeah. they didn't find it till the next day. However, you know, they wouldn't have decayed that much. Shouldn't have. Shouldn't have. Yeah. I mean, granted there's like birds and stuff, but it's and all a, just a little A hundred degrees of heat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But remember they said they felt chill. Yeah. Oh. And nobody mentioned birds sorry the burp is still stuck i apologize (laughs) that subway sandwich is not hidden (laughs) um also the ship itself did not appear to have any damage like from what they could physically see it did not appear like there was any physical damage to the ship so they go back to the silver star and they try to kind of like formulate a plan so they decide ultimately that they're going to tow the ship for salvage because, you know, it's like the early 1940s yeah. or late 1940s, I guess. And so they they tethered the ships together. But as they were doing so, 
they noticed that there was smoke coming from the number four cargo hold below the decks. So they cut that tether. They were like, fuck that. Uh huh. Nope. Seconds later, the ship explodes. The fuck? Explodes. Okay. Is phone vibrating. Uh, yes, it is. I'm just uh, receiving videos of my child. I will look after this because it's not going to be a long episode. <clears throat> I just know. I, I'm like, it's just going to. Yeah, because it's like leaning against it. <laughs> so, what ship are we talking about? What ship has just exploded, you ask? Probably not, because you probably remember like five minutes ago when I told you what I'm doing. This ship is the SS Orang Medan. Now, in this version of the story, it is a Dutch freighter. The first mentions of the Orang Medan and its origins in the U.S. kind of happen around 1948, but officially, there was a Coast Guard report in 1952 about, like, the Orang Medan. Like, it was mentioned in a report by the U.S. Coast Guard huh. in 1952. But the first mentions of it in general are around 1948 um, from newspaper accounts. Uh, and the most frequent account is written by a man named Wynne Brooks. Now, this is when it starts to get a little confusing with the research. We get some variation now. Okay. Uh So, according to Brooks, who is a writer, the Medan was a 5,000-ton cargo ship. It was about 40 years old at the time. Um, And the name, Orang Medan, translated to Man of Medan in Malaysian. Wasn't there a movie that oh i have no idea <laughs> i i um, feel like i feel like there's a movie now he also pointed out that having a masculine name was very untraditional for a ship and could have been a sign of like a coming like misfortune because listen fun fact okay we all know like the the stories right like women can't be on pirate ships and women can't be aboard uh-huh. like these vessels bad and luck. stuff because it's bad luck Yes. That that was a superstition. So why, I was curious, I don't know if anybody else is, I was curious, why are they always named feminine names if women are not allowed on them? I was very curious. Because they refer to the sea as a woman too. No, they do not. The sea, yes they do. They call her her. Hold on, hold on. Bear with me for a moment, okay? Bear with me. I was El Shuketh. So, and the patriarchy has struck again. Okay. Aye, aye, aye. So listen, usually ships were given female names because mm-hmm. in English, the word ship, unbeknownst to me, is feminine. And what? so ships in the same group. Yes. Listen. How did it? Who, who decided Men. that that Men. was? Men. Men decided that. Oh, shit. That's why. <laughs> Was that me who triggered it that time? <laughs> I got pretty fucking close. Well, it's fine. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and mix it as we're going, okay? I'm going to be my own sound person. <laughs> I'm not oh, cool enough. Um, oh, yeah. The, I was wrong. It's not a movie. Man of Medan is a video game. Oh, kind of like a movie. It's, a, it's part of a whole anthology. They did Man of Medan, Little Hope, House of Ashes, and The Devil in Me. 
and it's like you um, you go through and you play as a character, but you make choices, and then it's like butterfly effect. It like affects you. Yeah. Well, I like those. Games. Yeah. I mean, I don't play those games because I don't ever get a chance to like play like really that. Long. But oh, I'm so sorry, everybody. My cookies. <laughs> I need to move. My foot fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, please please, please continue and tell me why. The ships are named by women. So, okay. Or we've already established that men have decided in English that the word ship, ship is, is feminine. feminine. Okay. So that is why like uh, ships in the same like fleet or like group or whatever are called sister ships. Uh-huh. Because they're feminine. Uh-huh. Okay. So sailors at the time believed that the sea god, who was a womanizer would be nicer to ships if they had female names. Oh. Okay. Now this is where the patriarchy really strikes. <laughs> to put this very simply, sailors viewed the ship itself like as a girl. Mm-hmm. So other girls and women couldn't be on the ship because the ship would get jealous. <laughs> I to- Okay, sorry. Let me finish this real quick. So the ship would get jealous and no longer obey the captain. Um, this was widespread in Spain and Holland. Like, this was a widespread belief. Listen, I took this from, like, a nautical website. Like, a nautical history website. Oh, I believe every, I believe every word you're saying. I 100% believe it. So, I mean, yes, it's a fun fact, but it's also a really annoying fucking fact. <laughs> And also, I'm sorry. She's going to get jealous, guys. You can't have her on here. Is that why the Black Pearl, like, just noped out in Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> Fucking Elizabeth Swan came aboard and she was just like, nah, fuck all of you. I'm out. You can't have me back until you get rid of her. Every time they found her, she'd die. She'd disappear again. Someone else would take her. I ain't no side hoe. <laughs> I ain't no side hoe. I'm your main bitch, motherfucker. <laughs> now i i'm gonna watch the pirates of the caribbean movies with a whole new a whole new light <laughs> she's just a jealous hoe <laughs> she fucking petty as shit fucking jack is like i miss also, my baby but i also want to go like drink rum and have sex with why is the rum always <laughs> Because you drank too much of it. You don't remember. That's why. Okay, but also, I also I always thought... I got a job to... If you don't want it, give it back. <laughs> I love her. She's like the best oh, character man. in the whole freaking oh, series. Oh, gosh. She's my favorite. Yeah, and then I was so psyched when she turned out to actually be Calypso. And then I was like, oh... Oh, but, like, y'all really did her dirty. So, like, uh-huh. y'all think releasing her is going to be a good... Nah. <laughs> y'all nah. is stupid. Nah, she, got, she um, got her revenge. Shout out to, like, the scrawny little one-eyed pirate guy, though. For, oh, like, my really... God, those two. But, like, <sighs> Calypso, I release you from... Sir, where did you learn that? Have you not been a pirate your whole life? Fun fact. Totally off subject, but fun fact. <laughs> do you know pretty much, like... Um, all of it, like Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff, like, like the stories are true, but pretty much everything we know about pirates comes from like books like Treasure Island and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's totally inaccurate mm-hmm. because realistically, p- 
pirates would have been like former sailors. Yeah. Like under the queen. Yeah. So they would have been hella proper. Yeah. So there was no army mateys. Fucking shook when I learned that. And hey, fun facts with Mariah. You got two in a row. Fun facts with Mariah. <laughs> now. All right, back to the ship. According to Brooks, <laughs> the Medan was passing through the Strait of Malacca with 23 crew members on board. That's including the captain and several workers that were native to Indonesia. So what nobody can seem to figure out um, in his like account is where the ship was headed or what cargo it was carrying. Uh, regardless, it never made it. So it was obviously carrying um, a demon from hell. Axeman. <laughs> Axeman. <laughs> that's where he went. That's where he went. <laughs> he nubbed up onto a ship, <laughs> and then later on, he went to Alcatraz. <laughs> He's just making his rounds. You know. Uh, listen, there are some people, I did not know this, but some people even, like, put uh, Axeman and Jack the Ripper together. I feel like we talked about this a little bit. Maybe? I don't know. Do you think I remember? <laughs> I don't remember. No, maybe not. No, that was something else. Um, also in Brooke's story, um, and now, it's, now we're totally different than that. The SS Silver Star, okay. According to him, an Italian officer of a ship received an SOS on the radio. Um, and this SOS said, SOS from ship Orang Medan, ship with SW, um, which stands for shortwave, get urgent DH medico. This message was then followed by, we are floating, second officer dead on bridge, Captain and chief engineer dead in chart room, probably whole crew dead, partly, um, and then a section of unintelligible Morse code, and then I am dying, and then nothing after that. Clearly, that is a little bit similar, yeah, but very different. Most other sources say there was only the one message. There are like some words in the message that tend to be varied, but usually it's like pretty consistent. Consistent. Mm-hmm. There was only one message that was received, not two like broken up messages. Yeah. Either message though, it just gives me the chilly willies, especially the "I am dying" or "I, I die. die." Yeah. Oh. No. No. Jeez. No. 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 <laughs> so. <laughs> Big no. The ship receives the message, and now they like head towards the ship, like the the ship that sent the message that again takes them into the next day and when they found the ship it wasn't moving there was no steam coming from the smokestacks and a crew member from the ship that was responding to the call uh, used like a loudspeaker mm-hmm. type of situation to try and get someone's attention obviously that didn't work so the crew of the rescue ship boarded the medan and they found the bodies of the crew and the dog, just like the other story. The radio operator, likely, again, was the one who sent the message, was still by the radio. Um, however, again, none of them appeared to have been subjected to any violence. So creepy. Like, it was so clear that they didn't die peacefully. 
wonder if it was like a chemical. So, they didn't really have time to properly examine the bodies, unfortunately, because someone on their own ship noticed that a smokestack appeared to be catching fire, so they were ordered to come back, like, to their own ship. Get off that ship, come back to Mm -hmm. ours. Looks like there's fire. So, after they got off, there was a series of four explosions. What? Engulfing the ship in flames. Sinking it into the water, taking the truth with it forever. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. You like my little dramatics? Yes. <laughs> the thing is, uh, it's not easy for a ship to just like be floating by, uh, you know, to go under the radar, like especially during these times, because normally nautical travel involves a lot of record keeping of literally everything your departures if you stop anywhere that's on Mm -hmm. record when you arrive that's on record uh so there's this um company or whatever called lloyd's shipping um and they have been since like the 1700s i believe they have been like the main record keeping Mm -hmm. of like ships like they pretty much have everything so this ship was never registered um, with Lloyd Shipping. What? This company that keeps all these records never had any record of a ship named SS Orang Medan at any point in time. What? Fun fact. If you're interested, a lot of the records from Lloyd Shipping have been put online now. I'm mm-hmm. like, they've been scanned and stuff. So some of them are like PDFs and some of them are like just digital. Uh, well, listen, if you're interested, go ahead and take a little look-see. Uh, I will not. Why? I have thalassophobia, well, and I just have... this scares the bejesus out of me. Tell me why I, like, love pirates so fucking much. But I, you will never catch my ass on a goddamn ship. Ryan keeps wanting to be like, oh, let's go on a cruise, like, for a bit. Oh, I won't even go on a no. cruise. No, there's I'm, been I too many. There's been too many Titanic situations. I ain't about that life. Yeah, and I also yeah. don't want to be that cramped in a fucking boat well, for right. a like, month and a half with total I love strangers. Aquariums, right? Like I love to see the animals and stuff, but I'll go to an aquarium and I just feel like the world is like caving in on me, and I'm having the time of my life while also trying not to hyperventilate. It's the weirdest fucking thing. <laughs> Especially, like, when you can go through the tunnels. Oh, and like, those are my favorite. They're so cool. But, like, I'll be looking around and I'll just be like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Anyways, uh, so there's a couple of theories. There's quite a few theories for the whole situation. However, it is possible, right, that the history of the ship could have been, you know, preventing, like, accurate record keeping of, like, its whereabouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Medan refers to uh, Sumatran Island, right? So... The ship may have been registered there. Some people believed that the ship was a Dutch ship that had been commandeered by Indonesian pirates. And then they proceeded to use that ship to ferry illicit cargo. Meaning that, you know, they would kind of want to avoid documentation. But there are some concerns in this story. Aside from the fact that it's not registered with Lloyd shipping, right? Another concern of the story is how the story was just spread in general so according to brooks the story started in indonesia before it spread to a periodical in holland called elsevier's weekly allegedly that account like the account that's in elsevier's weekly was taken from the unnamed italian officer 
that was part of the crew that responded to the call. And according to the editor of that periodical, um, he said he bought the rights to the, like the man's story, as well as allegedly a photograph of a body found on the ship. What? Allegedly. But this is the only place where a photograph is mentioned of a body. What website? Who were? Um, just like search photograph of body on Orang Madan. Because I mean, like, I know they had cameras back then. But how many sailors do you know, officers or not, that were just carrying cameras around? It wasn't like it, it is now. Wild. I'm looking. Um, this editor... He also said that the officer disappeared uh, and was unreachable after, like, he got the rights and everything. Dude. shady. So, from Holland, we see it go to England and then to the U.S. Now, some of the details are starting to vary slightly, right? Like, Uh the exact wording of the radio operator's message that's getting a little bit different. However... While Brooks and Elsevier's Weekly were reporting it in 1948, there were actually records of the Orang Medan in Britain in, like, circa 1940. In these accounts, the radio operator sent out a very similar SOS, but soon abandoned the request for medical help and instead demanded that a warship come and help them. Um, A British merchant ship responded to that SOS, Uh, They boarded, they found roughly 12 bodies, uh, and one of the officers said it was possible that there were more, but the imminent explosion forced them to be, like, to abandon the search, and so they were not able to, like, see if there were any more than the 12 bodies. Now, in this story um, that we have, again, in Britain in, like, the 1940s, uh, the bodies didn't have faces frozen in terror, and many people thought the request for a warship could have implied, like, a pirate attack or, you know, mm-hmm. something along those lines. Now, as the story is spreading, there's obviously loads of speculation. Oh, yeah. The most common being that the ship had a gas or a chemical leak, um, and that had killed the crew. Uh, yeah. The thought process is that the ship was carrying perhaps potassium cyanide and nitroglycerin, Uh, which could have, like, mixed and prompted the explosion. Uh, They were also pretty controversial cargo. Some would say that was controversial enough for the ship's handlers to want to, like, avoid scrutiny. Yeah. However, none of the rescuers were affected by such fumes, which, I mean, it's windy on sea. You know, there could be, like... It several probably reasons, dissipated but really quickly. Yeah, however, and especially if it was like a day or so after, shortly after they like left the ship. It's a whole wild story. Okay, so pause. Hmm. I found a picture. Okay, it's creepy. Okay, ready? Oh, I did see that picture. Did you? That's the only one I can find. Huh? That's the one that keeps repeating. I probably won't post it because, like, we don't know if it's, like, legit or not, but... Well, I mean, it goes with... It's it's a ghost story. Yeah. I would. I'd post it. It's... it's he looks like he's a statue. Yeah, he does. Which is not mentioned in, like, any of the accounts, like... But they were, like, frozen, so... 
with well, their hands, right? Yeah, but well, because like know. here's the other one. Now this is 100% remastered or, or taken from something else. Have you not seen Star Wars? Oh, it is Star Wars, isn't it? <laughs> You fucking goober. (laughs) 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 Continuing on. Jessica's um, brain is really tired. It's been a rough, like, two weeks. These storms have fucked me up. Oh, man. And the weather has fucked me up. My brain is just done for. (laughs) Oh, I feel that. I've had so many migraines in the past, like, week and a half. I, my brain is moosh. I feel it. I, Not the migraines, but, I, I, I apologize for not knowing my nerd stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm mildly offended that you did not notice right away that was Star Wars, considering I will be walking down the aisle with a goddamn lightsaber. <laughs> okay, to be fair... I am not a huge Star Wars person. <sighs> I've seen three movies. Which three? Uh, ju- I don't. I don't know. I saw one of the new ones, and then I saw. I think the Jedi Return something. I fucking know. I don't know what I watched. I saw. Um, what was that one? So I saw Rise of... No. Did I see Rise of Skywalker? I don't know. I saw this one. Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace. That's the one I watched. Darth Maul. My mans. <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, so this theory about like the chemical leak and everything. Uh, this was put forth by Otto Milk. Milky? What? Um, <laughs> his last name is spelled M-I-L-K-E. Probably Milky. I would say milky. Auto milky. Auto milky. Um, it's probably it, milk. It was m- put forth milk-ay. in a... <laughs> milky. Jesus. We're so, unhinged. Um, he actually like authored a 1953 German booklet called The Death Ship in the South Seas. Now, that's obviously the English translation. I was not about to try the German Did you write it down? No. Oh. <laughs> I used no, to, I did not. I used to sing German, so... Oh. Yeah. I've been wanting to learn German, but... Oh, me too. Now, the Orang Madan was found with one lifeboat missing. Oh? So, again, according to Brooks, um, as the story grew, eventually it included a single survivor. Um, allegedly, after rowing away from the ship, he was found alive on a Pacific island... And he allegedly uh, told people on the island that two gases had accidentally been mixed. And apparently, uh, his superiors told him he was not to be abandoning the ship. But he ignored and abandoned ship anyway. He lived only long enough to tell his story and then died. Either from chemical exposure or time adrift at sea. Now... As you can see, uh, that first account and these accounts are all very similar. Like, it seems like parts have been picked and taken and, like, added to and everything. That That is a theme, okay? That continues to happen, okay? I feel like that's a lot of ghost stories, though, is, like, yes. as, 
as the rumors circulate, they get embellished more. And Yes. So now there's an author named Michael East coming into the picture. Now he's like, a, I guess like a paranormal author. He pointed out that there is one name that does tend to come up reportedly, or repeatedly, when people <laughs> are like reporting about the Orang Madan. Okay. This name is Silvio Shrelly. So it was Silvio who told the Dutch news outlets about the ship in 1940. Also could have been him that was like the source for the accounts other places. Mm-hmm. Now the questions are, did he talk to Indonesian or Dutch newspapers again in 1948? Was he the man Elsevier's Weekly talked to in 1948? You know, the man who had claimed to be an Italian officer on the rescue ship? The, the one who just disappeared (laughs) yeah like did did he just give the reporters this super compelling story and then just bounce (laughs) um because he done got paid yeah the editor said he bought the rights to the story and for the picture he paid this man and then could not reach him anymore according to that editor huh all in all it's just really confusing it seems like there's no end do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just... It just cir- keeps circling yeah. back around. There are just so many questions. Okay. Did this ship even exist? Was the Orang Medan even a real ship? More evidence than not points to no. It was not a real ship. It did not exist. There was no record of it in Lloyd's register of the ships. There aren't any official incident reports about the ship sinking. Uh, no evidence of the wreck has even ever been found. Not in the Strait of Malacca or anywhere else. For no real? No evidence of this shipwreck has ever been found. None. Um, what? All of that stacked on top of the fact that there's so much variation to the different accounts and the information that you find about it. Specifically, like, dates and locations. And then the single survivor. Yeah, that's a weird one. It's really only mentioned in one newspaper from the 1940s okay this single survivor according to this newspaper his name was jerry rabbit he oh my god (laughs) that is the fakest name i've ever heard of i know listen this story to me sounds like just super okay here i'll tell you the story first i'm sorry (laughs) so his name is jerry rabbit and he reportedly washed up on the shore of the marshall island okay in a lifeboat with six dead crew members 10 days after the explosion. Now you see how wait, 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 how it's like all adding to each other, right? But like he, the one story said it was him alone that escaped. So how did... Yes. And the one story never mentioned how long he had been like out adrift. There. However, it did say he either died from like the chemical inhalation or from being adrift at sea. sea. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, if he was adrift for 10 days with no food and no water, because we all know you can't drink water in the ocean. No. Okay. It's just, like, it's bits and pieces. Honestly. And that's where it gets confusing. He's lucky to live 10 days like that. Yeah. Yeah. And there was no reports of, like, cannibalism or anything, which you would... You would assume. Right. Like, if you're that desperate to, like, live... Right. Well, then you have to well, think about then, the sun. Yeah, okay, and, hold on. Maybe maybe he was just being smart and not doing the cannibalism. Hold on. I'm getting ahead okay, of myself. Okay. okay. 
So allegedly, Rabbit said he joined the crew of the Orang Badan in Shanghai. He said that 15,000 crates of unknown cargo were loaded onto the ship before it headed for Costa Rica. So it was then, after the ship had already left and was now at sea, that he realized it was a smuggling operation. (laughs) Now what the fuck are you going to do, right? Like if this is a true story, if you really were a real guy and you really survived like that, the fuck are you going to Shit, I think this is a smuggling operation. Well, I'm going to get paid either way, so I'm just going to keep my fucking mouth shut. Well, How about well, that? Well, that is not what he did. Oh, of course not. Uh, so, see, this is where I think it's either just a very convenient story, or if it's real, it's a very convenient way to make yourself look like you tried to play the hero. Like you tried to oh, do something yeah. good. Because you mean to tell me there are 15,000 crates being loaded onto the ship that you have just joined. And nobody knows what's in those ships. Like, reportedly, none of the crew knew what was in those ships. In those ships? Or in those, sorry, in those (laughs) crates on that ship. (laughs) So you mean to tell me nobody knows what's in these. There's 15,000 of them. And your first thought wasn't, I should probably not Maybe get on not. this boat. So, listen. I mean, this is no shade because I don't know. However, if you were real, this seems like a real convenient way to make yourself like a hero type of guy. You know I what I'm saying? the smuggling ring by blowing up the ship and killing everybody on it. Okay, well, thanks, bye. here's the rest <laughs> of his story. Okay. So, at some point on this journey... He heard some other crew members complaining about stomach cramps. So he is now growing so suspicious. I just chop it up to bad food, but that's just me. I know. I or was like, the fact that you're out on sea. You're literally on sea. And if you joined in Shanghai, like you just hopped on, you were like, hey, uh, who's to say that some of these people are just like not doing this for the money? Right. Like maybe they are not sailors. Maybe they're just like... Got, got kids to feed, so... Yeah, here I'm on the boat. Put me to work, Captain. I'm on a boat, man. And it's going fast, and <laughs> So then, a crew member died. <laughs> I did not mean to say that while laughing. It was the way you looked at me as I gave you, like, the nastiest ass look. <laughs> Coming up in here with that stupid-ass bullshit music. <laughs> So, you know, he's suspicious already, and then a crew member dies. So he just decides he has to find out what is on the ship. What are we hauling? Aliens. You're hauling aliens. (laughs) (laughs) 15,000 aliens just just all up in these little, little puppy dogs. What's up, guys? Good thing they're aliens. They probably don't need air holes. (laughs) So he decides he's just going to take a quick little peeksy at the ship's logbook. Oh. Why didn't you just do that first? For real. Like if you were... (laughs) Okay. So he finds that the cargo from China was sulfuric acid, 
potassium cyanide, and nitroglycerin. See, now we have these. Now we oh. have sulfuric acid added to this mix, but now we also have the potassium cyanide and the nitroglycerin coming back, which is, we've already talked about this twice, haven't we? Or is this? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. Cookie break. Wow, cookie. So he says he suspected that the sulfuric acid was leaking and creating a, like a gas around the ship, like a little gas atmosphere around the ship. That was slowly suffocating the crew. I You're believe a smart that. man. You're a smart man. That's definitely not what everybody would think. <laughs> now, when more of the men began to die, Rabbit and six other crewmen, they snuck away in a lifeboat. And as we know, Rabbit was the only one who survived. The other six didn't make it. But he died shortly after telling his story. <sighs> It's just so convenient. Like, the way the way he's just, like, worded. I'm, I'm sorry, but I feel like Rabbit killed them. He's like, oh, what's in here? Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I shouldn't have opened that. Shut it. <laughs> Shut that and don't tell anybody. Oh, God, all these people are getting sick. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, in my opinion, it is worth noting the ship I mentioned in the beginning, uh, the SS Silver Star. Mm-hmm. That was a real ship. I mentioned that because so many other people, uh, like, there's so much about the story that's like, oh, it's not real. Oh, it never happened. The SS Silver Star was, in fact, a real ship. However, at the time of the Orang Medan incident, it was actually operating under a different name, the Santa Juana, because the Graceline Shipping Company had bought the ship's rights uh, and had renamed it. Mm. So, I mean, uh, there's that. I thought that was an interesting little note. There are, um, like, a couple other theories, right? So there's speculation that the ship was smuggling. Sorry. I just need to know. This next theory just seems real off to me. And I feel like it's just a whole lot of propaganda and racism. Oh, my Lord. No. Because, I mean, listen. Think about the time period. Uh-huh. We're, like, around the 1940s, 1950s. Mm-hmm. Think about um, who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the SS Silver Star was an American ship, right? Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, Now, yep. this speculation that the ship was smuggling um, experimental biological weapons manufactured by the Japanese... Oh, yeah, so, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. This is the part that sounds real off to me. Uh, the weapon was secret research um, and development known as Unit 731. Um, and according to this theory, uh, the Japanese wanted to create the most dangerous chemical weapon to establish Japanese supremacy. Oh, uh-huh. Are you sure it was the Japanese? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has to be. Um, uh, so allegedly, a bacteriologist named... Bacteriologist. I can't even fucking say that. <laughs> um, uh, Shiro Ishii uh, did terrible experiments during World War II. Oh, yes. I've you heard know. about him. Uh, everybody knows him. Duh. <laughs> Wow. Can you can you tell how just done I am with this fucking theory? Anyways. Now, he developed Unit 731 
sometime in 1932, according to this theory. Then the Japanese allegedly smuggled it onto a nondescript merchant vessel with a foreign crew uh, because they just didn't want like a lot of attention. Oh. Sounds real legit. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the end of that theory. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just it's just cargo, man. You want to take it? You know. It's just it's just cargo. Hey, it's fine. It's, it's fine, fine. It's fine. fine. It's fine. It's not gonna kill you. There's not a monster in there or anything. You know, like that could just break out at any time and eat your face off. It's fine. What? It's no. fine. It's fine. <laughs> I didn't say that. What are you talking about? Um, it's and- rice. <laughs> That was really racist. Holy shit. Take that out. I will. <laughs> 1,500 cargo boxes. 15,000. Oh, sorry. 15,000 cargo boxes full of rice. <laughs> Which, honestly, is, is not that far of a stretch. I was going to say, I mean, that doesn't sound... Y'all could have said it was rice. Y'all could have said it was rice and we would have been... Okay. <laughs> These damn Japanese, they're trying to bring their rice over here. <laughs> they're fucking good ass rice. <laughs> the best rice, honestly. It is. Oh, man. Anyways, all take the that other all rice, out. <laughs> all other rice is fucking trash. I mean, you know, you just have to learn how to cook it in a rice cooker. Mm-hmm. With, you, know, you rinse the rice, you wash the rice mm-hmm. really good, put the right amount of water. Yeah, that notch. knuckle, that knuckle line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh, God, I love Anyways. jasmine rice. Oh, same. Oh. <clears throat> Sorry. Now, rice. Uh, this next theory, <laughs> I kept it real, real short. I could have made this so much longer, but I kept this next theory real short because I was like, well, shit. Now it's something else to add to my list. <laughs> Fun. Oh, Lord. Fun. So, this whole incident has been compared to the Philadelphia experiment by some ufologists. I had no idea what the Philadelphia experiment was. Yeah, no. What, what is that? So, it is an alleged event. Uh, listen, I just kind of like looked at the blurb on Wikipedia and like summarized that. Uh-huh. Because, again, I will be adding. I mean, I read the whole Wikipedia thing. It's, a, it's an episode I'll be adding this. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. It's an alleged event uh, that happened at the United States Navy's Philadelphia Naval Shipyard sometime around October 28, 1943, uh, in which the U.S. Navy attempted to make a destroyer escort class ship, uh, the USS Eldridge, disappear. <laughs> um, and then it says, like, now you see me, now you don't. Well, yeah, so the Wikipedia <laughs> page the says that allegedly this was witnessed by like a former ship. Like, captain or something like that. My brain's not working, so I'm not remembering properly. Like, he's got, like, a an account of it and whatever. Um, and it says that he describes the event and the bizarre things that happened after. And I was like, well, God, fuck. I've already got about 8 million things on my list. <laughs> and now I've got to add this. And, like, I've always had so many heavy hitters. And now that I'm thinking about it, now I want to add Project Pegasus. Oh, Jesus. Fucking hell. Okay, anyway. I mean, we can go down the conspiracy side of things. Don't all worry, I will. Fucking day long. I love I it. I will. I will. Don't you fucking We're gonna, worry. we should, we should uh, do the conspiracy on monster energy drinks. I think that oh would be God. fucking funny. Uh, I'll let you do that one. That's okay. 
I'll just add it to satanic panic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, finally, some people just blame the paranormal. Um, Some people blame the paranormal even to the point uh, where... Are you okay? (laughs) Isn't that ridiculous? Yes, it is. Okay, some people have even blamed the crew, right, of... Do you need me to read it? <laughs> Let me see. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they fucking are... They're like, oh, it's the Black Pearl. The, the Black Pearl's <laughs> real? That doesn't exist. <laughs> the Jack Sparrow is in on it, guys. He's a real person. He's a real person. Disney knew... He just, he was a real person. I can't miss people sometimes. Why the fuck? Some people blame the paranormal, even to the point where people have blamed the crew of the fictional Black Pearl. I fucking can't. Barbosa. I fucking can't. Why? Jack Sparrow. My husband, by the way. Fucking love that man. Why Why are people so stupid? I ask myself that every day. Yeah, so does my Capricorn ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, though. That's, That's it. it. I I ended it on such a stupid ass note. By the way, people think these fake ass pirates did it. <laughs> I want to know the theory and the thinking behind that. I want to know who, oh, right. who the fuck <laughs> came up with that shit. Because, like, listen... I know, like, even in Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Like, we have some, like, real pirates. Like, oh, yeah. intertwined in that. Like, Blackbeard was a real person. Yeah. And in the movie, that's Jack's dad. But, like, that doesn't make the Pirates of the Caribbean real. I'm sorry to tell you. Nah. You know what? My money is uh, not on that final theory. Oh, really? Because mine was. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> Oh, my um, my theory is on aliens. Yeah, I mean the most <laughs> the most likely theory is essentially Chemicals. just that. Yeah, it was just you know the the late nineteen forties and Chem- new chemicals are being found. They don't know how to fucking contain them or what to do with them. Right. So that's if it was real. If the ship wasn't real, then I kind of just lean more towards it was like. Uh, you know, like a sensationalized story. But what like, is it? Embellished. Like, um, isn't this? Oh, that's just a ghost ship. I was thinking that that was actually the the boat, but I think it's just a generic ship. Well, and like the weird thing is, is like everybody on the SS Silver Star, the very real ship. All of the crew members and the officers on that ship swear up and down they saw that ship. So here's this picture of it. I don't know if it's real or not, but like that looks like it's washed up somewhere. Right, which is so weird. Because like no I mean granted they could be edited. They could right, have right. edited over someone. But it's I just don't know. what's weird to me is that I'm I'm hesitant to, like, lean one way or the other that it was or was not real because, mm-hmm. like I said, 
if you look at like the actual accounts of like the crew members on the Silver Star, the crew, the captain, yeah. everybody swears up and down. They saw that ship. Right. They were on that ship. Now, could it have been a fucking ghost ship? Sure could have. Very well could I've seen been. Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Hell yeah. Them ghost ships. Can't eat another <laughs> fucking cookie. That's fine. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. <laughs> thanks for watching this non-existent video <laughs> podcast. Thanks for watching Jesse the Cookie. <laughs> thanks for listening. Hope you had fun. This was supposed to be a short research. Is. Yeah, it wasn't short research. <laughs> That's what it was supposed to be. Well, it's fine. I mean, it was, it was a fun, fun one. It was I a like fun, fun one. ghost stories. Those are the, these are the ones that I'm like, I could sit around a campfire and listen to that. Ooh, campfires. Oh, um, you mean you could sit around and listen to, to somebody theorize that the crew of the Black Pearl yeah. sank a possibly sank a ship. real ship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, I was fun say, fact. You, you do the socials. I do, don't That's I? That's you. Anyways, do your fun fact first. Um, we have a first listener story. Um, we're also really close to a hundred Spotify. Listeners. We're at 87 as of earlier. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what it was last time I checked. So we're getting close. You know the spiel. Email us your stories. Mariah's going to be on maternity leave here in like a month or so. Follow us on the Instagram, the Twitter. Linktree is on our Instagram. TikTok. Um, that's it. Yeah. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. We really do. We honestly, I was looking, um, we've been doing this now for like a month and a half, two months, almost. I didn't think we were going to make it this far, so yeah, I'm fucking proud and really happy that even if we don't have like a shit ton of followers that we have what we have. Anyway, goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye now. Goodbye now. Hey, that's my thing. I'll take (laughs) it from you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. There you go. (laughs)